Welcome, everybody, to the show. It's Rob Zakaria. It's Rob Zakaria Show. We are live. Yes, we are live on this spectacular uh, Monday, September 12th, 2016. Yes, 2016. All right, where, where do we begin? That's all I want to know is where do we begin? <laughs> You know, so many things have happened uh, this past weekend. Let me uh, turn on the feed here. Uh, Remember, if you're listening to us live, you can also watch us over on Periscope Twitter. Uh, Go there, find our our homepage, and then uh, we have the Periscope thing going right now. Hold on. Click that thing. Click that thing. Damn it, click that thing. Click it. All right. We 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 clicked it. There. Those of you who uh There. Click it. There it's clicked. We're live. We are God, I, I hate it being so low. Hold on. I hate when it's low. It's a little uh, it's a little better when it's there. Let me uh That's not that's not as that's not as bad. Still, I hate it's like right in my face. All right, where do we begin? That is the key question. Where do we begin on uh, the event? I thought we were just going to have to deal with uh, <laughs> a basket full of deplorables. I thought that's all we were going to be dealing with today. I thought that's all we were going to be dealing with. When that happened, I said, "Oh man, <laughs> oh." This is going to be a uh, a big show Monday. And then I wake up Sunday morning very early. Very, very early. That's the only thing that truly, truly sucks about living out in California for the football season. Is that we have to get up at uh, 9 o'clock in the damn morning on a Sunday to get ready for football, where when I lived in New York, of course, some of you know who are on the East Coast, you don't got to get up until noon, but uh, waking up at nine o'clock on a Sunday is just, it's the craps, it's the craps, but you got to do it. So I wake up Sunday, I'm half asleep, I click on the old, uh, the newswire, and I see the headlines, Hillary collapses at the 9-11 memorial. I said, oh, my God, whoa, wait a minute. My, I, I, that, that's like a, a jolt. I, my eyes fly. I go, what? <laughs> what? So before I can go to any of the media uh, spinning, because, oh, my God, I've never seen. Listen, we've been talking about. Just how corrupt and and just how over the top the media is in the bag. Not just Hillary, but just Democrats in general. I mean, the media is controlled by Democrats. Democrats control the media. It's hand in hand. But cover a candidate. Basically, 
together, together, use the phrase stumble. Stumble? You call that a stumble? I stumble probably three times a week. I, I'm serious. I probably stumble three times a week. I take the dogs out. I got two dogs, a French Bulldog, a little Pomeranian. The Pomeranian's not a big deal, but the French Bulldog is about 26 pounds. And anytime he sees another dog, he wants to, I don't know, have sex with the dog, eat the dog, kill the dog. I, I don't know what he, but he pulls, he tugs. So if I'm not paying attention and I'm walking and another dog comes around a corner or, or the dog is in a yard or it's in a park, my French bulldog takes off it, and it pulls me and I stumble, but I don't lose consciousness. <laughs> I, I don't lose consciousness. I don't uh, uh, basically hit the floor. Well, Almost hit the floor if it wasn't for people holding me up. That's not a stumble. But to watch CNN, I mean, I was actually, okay, I was actually preoccupied with tweeting yesterday that I missed because I was just so outraged. I mean, I'm outraged on a daily basis. We we do the show and we have to comment on the Wolf Blitzers and the Don Lemons and the rest of the just the leftists, the extreme leftists. But I had to comment because the entire crew from the blitzers and the tappers, it Hillary Clinton stumbled. Hillary Clinton stumbled. I come on, man, stumbled. So I wake up and I see Hillary Clinton passes out because Breitbart. I know it's the. <laughs> I know it's the. Alt right, you know, it's it's the it, it's the news agency of the green frog, and I feel stupid because up until yesterday, I I still didn't understand the whole green frog thing. I, I didn't. I still didn't understand the whole green frog thing. <laughs> I had to, I, I I had to like actually do research, and then I was like, oh, so. Somebody at the Daily Beast talked to one person who claims to be part of a white supremacist group. He said that they're using the green frog to push a white supremacist agenda. So in turn, anytime you see the green frog, that is a Nazi symbol. And I'm like, yeah, leave it to. The Daily Beast. Leave it to uh, a news outlet controlled by Chelsea Clinton. Go figure. Anyways, I digress. So I go on Breitbart. Hillary collapses. And I'm like, okay. So I play the video. And that even jarred me more. That even jarred me more. Because, again, stumble is what I do 
once in a while walking the dogs. I don't hit the ground. I collect my <laughs> my balance. I right myself, and then I tell my dog, stop it. Stop it, General. And then he looks at me. He's like, I just wanted to get that other dog. What Hillary Clinton did was a collapse. That was a collapse. That was a collapse. That was when a boxer, okay, gets punched in the face and the neck snaps back because that's what actually knocks a boxer out. It's not getting punched in the face. It's the neck snapping back. And for a brief second, uh, the blood flow being cut off the brain. The, the snapping of the head back, that's what creates a knockout. Not getting punched in the face. What happened to Hillary was what happens to a boxer when their head gets snapped back from a Nike Tyson uppercut, a Lennox Lewis uppercut. I know I'm using really old boxing terms, but there's really no good heavyweights left anymore. That's a George Foreman right hook. Her knees buckled. First, she started to wobble. So, again, boxer gets punched once. The neck snaps back. Maybe it doesn't cut the blood and oxygen to the brain uh, fully. So it's a, it's a quick cutoff, which makes them woozy. So Hillary starts to wobble. Then the knees buckle, and she starts to go down. If it wasn't for the Secret Service... And that woman next to her, who I've never seen before, never seen that woman before. Maybe it's a traveling doctor. Who knows? Who knows? But she starts to go down just like a boxer who gets hit once, neck snaps back, starts to wobble. Tyson sees it, goes in for the kill, another hook. Now the head gets snapped back even more. And now the oxygen is really cut off to the brain, which makes them drop. Boom! And at times, as they're dropping, their head smacks against the canvas, which creates a double knockout. And in some cases, it's what kills the individual. Now... That's exactly what happened to Hillary, except for falling and hitting the head. But think about this. What we saw happening on video, and if it wasn't for uh, luck, if it wasn't for that person videotaping Hillary, we would never have seen it, considering the press is not allowed to follow her. This traveling press pool that we keep hearing about press pool if it wasn't for that person filming with it looked like a hidden camera if it wasn't for that we would never have seen what happened 
But think about it. What we saw happen yesterday is basically what happened a few years ago when she did hit the ground and got a concussion. Now, was that pneumonia back then? Was that pneumonia back then? Because what we saw yesterday is exactly what happened when she fell, got the concussion, blood clots, big, giant, thick Coke bottle glasses. What we saw happen yesterday is exactly what happened many years ago. And let's not forget, throughout the years, when people on the right talk about Hillary's health, what are we told? Ah, that's just a right-wing conspiracy theory. It's been debunked. Remember when Dr. Drew came out and said, hey man, this whole coughing thing, it's this is all a lot bigger than just seasonal allergies. Don't forget. Don't forget. We've been told the coughing, the not feeling good, is seasonal allergies. We went from seasonal allergies to now pneumonia for days. Pneumonia for days. I'm watching Brian Fallon on CNN. That's the press secretary. He's somebody that's always with Hillary Clinton. He don't got pneumonia. Now we're told other staff members have pneumonia. And they've gone to the hospital too. Okay, well, who? who? Do they, I mean, do they got video evidence of this? Imagine back in 08. John McCain at an event and having his knees buckle and him almost fall to the ground. It'd be over. Seriously, it'd be over. They wanted to call the race back in 08 because he had skin cancer at one time. He had skin cancer at one time. And everybody talked about he would be the oldest serving president He's had skin cancer before. He served time as a POW. Maybe his brain's not all there. He's got the gimpy arm because it was beaten by the uh, uh, by the Kong. Man, the left went after McCain like like the guy was on death's door, and he never passed out. He never passed out. He never lost consciousness. Okay, CNN. Okay, MSNBC. Okay, NBC. Okay, ABC. It's not a stumble. You don't lose consciousness with a stumble. She lost consciousness. Do you understand that? I know you do. You're doing everything in your power. Everything in your power. 
everything in your power to tell everybody this is nothing more. Nothing more than pneumonia. Pneumonia that was diagnosed Friday. It was diagnosed Friday. And what does that tell you about Hillary Clinton and her crew? Let's just play along for a minute. Play along for a minute that she hasn't had uh, passing out concussion spells in the past. Let's pretend she didn't pass out for whatever reason a few years ago, hit her head on the floor, get a concussion, get a brain clot, get, get, you know, but let's pretend none of that happened before. What the hell kind of person has pneumonia? Something that's very contagious has meetings with a bunch of other old people. Remember, pneumonia kills old people, kills old people and kids. That's legit. How many times? Listen, go go on Wikipedia. <laughs> go on the information highway known as Wikipedia. Look up how many deaths per year as it pertains to pneumonia. Look, look it up. Just, just go. Look at the ages and count the amount of people that just randomly get pneumonia. They're not living in Buffalo, New York and hanging out outside shoveling snow in the middle of a blizzard. Sure, there are some people uh, that get pneumonia because of that, but not all. So look at the age ranges. And you'll see that a lot of people that are in the 60s, 70s, close to 80s, get pneumonia and die. So here's Hillary Clinton with pneumonia. And one would have to say pretty contagious if she's passing out. If she's losing consciousness, and if Friday, Friday, she goes to her special doctor, Bardak, Lisa R. Bardak, and Lisa goes, oh my God, Madam Secretary, you've got pneumonia, Woo. It is very, very bad. So I need to give you all this medicine. You're going to be dehydrated. Oh, my God. You have staff members that have it. Oh, gee, we're going to have to treat all of them. And, oh, by the way, don't worry about going to a uh, meeting with a bunch of old people discussing the defense of our country. I remember Friday, she goes to a national security meeting, remember? And everybody she met with were in their 60s. I bet you there was a few people in their 70s. So here's Hillary Clinton, a very contagious disease that has other staff members. According to them, according to them... 
infected. So she's got pneumonia, and parts of her staff have also got pneumonia. They've been rushed to the hospital. Again, I'm going by what CNN and MSNBC and ABC, George Stepanopoulos' crew, are reporting. And of course, when Brian Fallon goes on Wolf and he says these things, Wolf's not challenging him. Nobody on CNN's going to challenge him. Nobody on NBC's going to challenge him. Nobody's going to challenge them. Nobody's going to say a thing. Nobody's going to say what I'm saying. Because if they did, the low-information voter, the medium-information voter, would listen to this. They would see Wolf asking this line of question, and they would go, BS. I call it BS. There's something really wrong with Hillary Clinton. 100% BS. So instead... Wolf Blitzer and the rest of them go, uh-huh, yeah, okay, yeah, definitely. Yes, I, yes, uh-huh. And then NBC, they'll do stories that go, this is textbook case of pneumonia. Textbook case. Like, oh, text, please. Remember, remember, before she stumbled, according to, CNN and I, I mean, did you watch the footage? Did you watch the foot? Did you watch the close-up footage? She's done. She she literally is 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 dead weight. Her legs are off the ground to the point where, as they drag her into the van, she leaves behind one of her shoes. One of her shoes, her left leg on the ground. My shoe. You left my shoe. My shoe. You left it. So the media is not going to say, okay, uh, uh, Mr. Fallon, we want to, you know, go with your story. But let's talk about this a little bit more. So she was diagnosed with pneumonia Friday. And in turn, you're telling us that a whole bunch of staff members have also gotten pneumonia and they've been hospitalized. That's what the report is coming out of ABC. Okay, was it very responsible then for Secretary Clinton to convey a meeting with uh, 20, 30 different um, military men, uh, uh former Bush advisors. I mean, was it, was it wise to keep this contagious ailment from people who were vulnerable? Of course he's not going to say that. Because then Brian Fallon would have went, uh, 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 well, uh, would you? then he would have had to say, well, it wasn't, Contag- well, if it wasn't contagious, why are you now telling everybody that there were all of these staff members, all of these staff members that have gone to the hospital? Guys, you can't get any more BS than what is being told. You can't. 
You can't. Okay? You, you just can't. And at the end of the day, when Jake Tapp tweets, today's episode just shows how we need more transparency. And it's about time candidates release medical records and tax returns. Tax returns? When did, a ta- when did Trump's tax return become associated with Hillary Clinton losing consciousness? When, when did that happen? When did that happen? And again, I, I'm not going to go off on, on a different topic. We've got to stay on the Hillary topic. But let me just real quick. Real quick, just in case there's a bunch of hipster liberals listening to the show or or watching the feed. At the end of the day, if there was anything criminal, there was anything criminal in Trump's tax returns, it would have already come out in way of investigation. Indictment. Subpoena. The IRS had no problem with fining Trump for the $25,000 that his charity gave to Pam Bondi. So it's obvious that the IRS is doing their job, right? Right? Right, guys? So... If there's anything in the tax returns that say Trump is in partners with John Gotti's son or he's in partners with Vladimir Putin, it would be all there. All there. It would be all there. So how Jake Tapper, this Again, beyond uber liberal shill who has done work for the Clinton Foundation, I might throw out there, for him to somehow try to spin tax returns into Hillary Clinton losing consciousness and actually proving people on the right the thing. Because for years, people on the right have said, Hillary Clinton is not healthy, okay? She's not healthy. She is not healthy. Now, once again, let's talk about Friday. So she has this pneumonia. She was diagnosed with it, I guess, Friday. Remember, Three days prior, she had seasonal allergies. Remember the coughing attack? And it's not like it was just out of the blue and it just happened. She's been having those coughing attacks for months. But the media hasn't covered it. Because the media's whole narrative is, when did a cough become a political story? It's a cough. You know how many uh, BuzzFeed, Vox, 
Huffington Post, Daily Beast. You know, you know how many of those stories have been out? One is a cough. Become nothing more than just a cough. It's a cough. It's just a cough. When has has that been a top story? Well, it hasn't. It hasn't been a top story. But if you take everything part of the cough, it does become a top story. That's what's great about the the Trump candidacy, because the media has been flushed out. The rats have been flushed out to the point where they can never, ever say there's no liberal Democrat bias. They can't. Because in theory, if you're a journalist, because remember, these quote-unquote journalists have went back to Trump stories from the 70s. So remember, Trump is a racist. Trump is a uh, bigot. He's all these things. They, they have no evidence. They, they have no evidence of 2016, 2015, 2014, 2013. You know, all the years of Trump hobnobbing with Democrats hobnobbing with Hillary Clinton, hobnobbing with Chuck Schumer, hobnobbing with uh, 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 Oprah Winfrey, hobnobbing with all of these people. No evidence. But they go back to the 70s when, in essence, Trump worked for his dad and uh, there were housing discrimination cases against the father's organization. So in turn, the dots have been connected. The crack team of journalists have went, okay, well, we have this in the 70s. And then again, we have some random employee who says Trump said this. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now uh, we have uh, rhetoric that we, of course, consider racist when you say enforce immigration laws. Okay, okay. Now let's connect the dots. Boom, boom, boom. Racist. Bigot. Oh, okay. But you have Hillary Clinton losing consciousness, (laughs) completely passing out. And the left goes, but so? It's pneumonia. Yeah, but guys, don't you connect the dots of history? No. But why? You connect the dots of this timeline of Trump. Yeah, but that's different because we're liberals and we have to protect other liberals. We have to do everything in our power to make sure that a liberal gets elected to be the president of the United States. Oh, okay. Now, they're not going to say that. So instead, they just look stupid, like beyond stupid. Like childlike stupid, where you watch a child, you know, take a piece of candy, eat the candy, and you go, why did you do that? And the kid goes, I didn't do that. I watched you do that. 
No, I didn't do it. But you did. I didn't. But you did. I didn't. And you just walk away going, ah, this is, can't be happening. That's what the media is. Now it's just a stumble. A cough is just a cough. Pneumonia is just pneumonia. Next story. Hmm. Trump and the tax returns. I bet you he won't release his tax returns because it will show that he's in bed with the mafia and he's in bed with Putin and they kill. Really? That's in a tax return? Yes. Uh, Two and a half million dollar income from the Genovese crime family for selling narcotics and methamphetamine. Uh, One million dollars in profit uh, for funding uh, the murder of uh, reporters in Russia. And are you been kidding me? Friday. So Friday, Hillary has pneumonia. Now, didn't just happen Friday, right? That's what she was diagnosed. So when we heard her doing her coughing spell, that must have been pneumonia. Not seasonal allergies. Not seasonal allergies. So, Friday, she's diagnosed with pneumonia. That morning, she's diagnosed with pneumonia. Man, she goes (laughs) to her meeting with a whole bunch of other 60 and 70-year-old men. So, she could go, (coughs) 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 shake their hands. Her staff shakes everything. I mean, come on. I mean, fine, let's play along. It's just pneumonia. Forget uh, past concussions. Forget, forget everything in the past. Forget everything in the past. This is just a candidate who got pneumonia. Okay. Well, what the hell kind of person? Then, and you can't, and you can't play the... Patton Oswald. He he Patton I mean I'm telling you liberals are, are just so over the top stupid. They they are they are they're they're deplorable. They they're a basket they're a basket full of deplorables. <laughs> they really are. Patton Oswald, he he tweeted yesterday, and I, I tweeted back at him. I said I I, I said I, I can never watch the TV show Goldberg's anymore. The the mere sound of your voice on that show, I I I can't do it. I just can't. You you ruined the Goldbergs for me. See, that's why the majority of celebrities, the majority of people that depend on Republicans, Democrats, conservatives, alt-right, alt-left, Ku Klux Klan, Black Lives Matter, all those people, celebrities, entertainers, sports athletes, they depend on those people. That's why the majority of them shut their mouth. Only the stupid ones get involved in politics, and I'm not talking about oh, let's you know get clean drinking water 
for, you know, people in Ethiopia or India because they drink their own feces because they don't have proper plumbing. I'm not talking about that. That's stuff everybody could get on board. It's the, we've got to have gun legislation. Y'all are, and the Republicans are bad. Those, those celebrities eventually die a slow death. Ask Amy Schumer. Ask Amy Schumer about that. Book sales in the toilet. Book sales in the toilet. Her TV show canceled. Now, I'm not saying there, there's some uh, uh, executive somewhere that went, oh, we got to cancel her because Hollywood is full of liberals. But what happens is people get turned off and they don't buy your stuff. They don't listen to your music. They don't go to your movies. That's why celebrities don't engage, at least the smart ones. You think Tom Cruise, if he could do everything over again, as far as the whole Scientology jumping on couches, going after Matt Lauer about antidepressants, all based on religion, you don't, you don't think Tom Cruise would do it, you know, be like, oh, let me shut my mouth. Let me just go, you know what, my faith is my faith. That's all. Yeah, but it's Scientology. My faith is my faith. You know, I don't attack you on your faith. That would have been it. People would have been like, yay. So Pat Oswald says, wow. She has pneumonia. She has national security meetings. She has campaign rallies. Wow, what a commander in chief. She's going to be doing all this. Really? <laughs> really? Really? It's not like she's got a broken foot, stupid. It's not like she's got a she's got a, a a broken hand. She has a very contagious disease. It, it's 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 not that admirable to go and and I don't know meet with other sixty and seventy year old men, meet with children, go to rallies. With hundreds of people, shake hands, press the flesh. With donors, I mean, are you kidding me? When you're the president of the United States, not for nothing, but if you're sick or there's an issue, forge ahead. <laughs> you don't, you don't, you don't forge ahead. You know, you know how many days off. Presidents take? Seriously, you know how many days off the presidents take? They have in-house doctors. They have, there's, no, there's no president that goes, oh, I'm, I've, I've got pneumonia, I, I'm throwing up, I, uh, I'm going to have to meet with as many people as I can for the next three or four days. Yes, I'm... Yeah, no, it's just asinine. It's asinine. It's just, it's, it's asinine. 
presidents aren't out on the uh, uh, plush, uh, uh, press the flesh trail every single day. They, they don't. They don't. And I'm not just going after Obama with vacations, but every president. Go through uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> it's the information highway. And just log in how many days off presidents have. Just just go in there. Four-year term, eight-year term. Log in how many days off a president has. Log in there. Log off. Take a look. I don't know if log off is the term, but log on. Count how many days presidents legitimately take off. You know, go golfing. Go to the ranch. Look for young interns. And then put in your head how many times do you actually see the president when they're not on vacation. When the president is in Washington, in the White House, do you see him every day? Are you seeing the president every single day? Of course not. Of course not. Of course not. And let's not forget. Let's not forget when old man Bush went to China and threw up. Remember? He passed out, threw up, and it was like an international scene. It was like, oh, my God. Now, that was from, as they said, Food poisoning. But now let's say it wasn't food poisoning. Let's say, let's say old man Bush had pneumonia. Day before the trip, he went, I got to go. I, I, I can't call off this trip because I got to suck it up and I got to just, I got to be there. I got to show everybody that I'm not a wimp. Well, okay. And he threw up all over the place. And everybody mocked him. It made him look weak and pathetic. And in turn, the spin was he had food poisoning. Now, maybe it wasn't a spin. Maybe he really did. But it's not a badge of honor for a commander and chief to go somewhere and pass out. Lose consciousness. Throw up. Badge of honor. It's the most as it's it's the most asinine state. One of the most asinine statements. Because I mean, liberals are just full of asinine statements. I mean, their entire life is full of asinine statements. But it's an asinine statement. It's an absolute asinine statement. Why would any American want their president to look weak, pathetic? I mean, why? I mean, literally, Bush, I mean, it, it was horrible. It was horrible when that happened. Why would anybody, anybody go, I want my president, when he's on death's door, to, to, to push through? And put himself in a situation where he could be speaking 
to thousands of people and then just pass out at the podium. Yeah, sure. That's good judgment. Come on, man. Come on. It's an asinine cover story. It's It's stupid. And then the other dummy, Michael Moore, he's like, Hillary, you need a rest. You need vacation. You need to just take off two weeks. And this is what he tweeted. You need to take off two weeks and rest. We'll carry the load for you. Carry the load. Prior to her getting out this past week, she was on vacation. That's the other unbelievably amusing thing about this whole story that, of course, the media is not talking about because the media is full of leftists. But remember, prior to this past week, prior to this past week, remember, prior to this past week, everybody was going at Hillary for not being out on the campaign trail. She was slipping in polls. Trump is bouncing around every day. Mexico, Arizona, Florida, Ohio. Speech here, speech there. Interview here, interview there. Democrats, Democrats were saying Hillary's got to get out there. She she can't keep just hiding. She She can't just spend... Her days meeting privately with people like Barbara Streisand and Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel. She's got to get out there. She's got to deliver speeches. She's got to do it. So she gets back out on the trail. And the media made a big deal of her being out on the trail and doing speeches and then starting to take questions from her hand-picked pool of reporters. Remember, she hadn't given a press conference in 280-something days. She gives a press conference, but it's only to about eight or nine people that are part of her traveling press, Andrea Mitchell, people that aren't going to grill her on real questions. But the press were like, she's out there. She's asking quite, man, she's taking, they're asking, she's taking. So now she has this loss of consciousness, seasonal allergies, pneumonia. And people like Michael Moore are like, you need to rest. You need to take two weeks off. She was taking two weeks off, stupid. You man-woman? He does. Uh, Michael Moore's got that, uh, as you get older, you start to look like an old woman thing going. It's, it's creepy. And him and Howard Stern together, just two creepy old men-woman. Take two weeks off. We'll, we'll carry, the lo- carry the load. You. What do you mean you're going to carry the load, you fat bastard? Your load? What load? What load, you fat bastard? What, what are you going to carry? What, your man tits? What are you going to carry, you scumbag? What are you going to carry, Mark? 
the world's scummiest scumbag. What are you going to carry? We'll carry the load for you. We'll carry the load. You take some, take more time off. Take more time off. (gasps) Take more time off. We'll carry the load for you. I remember the left pre her passing out, losing consciousness, suffering another blood clot, another aneurysm, another sub-bureau. Remember, nobody should be speculating on Hillary Clinton's health. This is silly. It's just a cough. And what happened a few years ago, it, it doesn't matter. Can't speculate. They, they fired Dr. Drew. He was speculating. Can't speculate. CNN fired Dr. Drew for speculating. Can't speculate. Can't speculate. Now, Hillary Clinton passes out, loses consciousness. She has to be dragged into a van, leaves her shoe behind. And what happens? What happens? CNN posts, Dr. Ford Vox. What Clinton stumble tells us. Editor's note, Ford Vox is a physician specializing in rehabilitation medicine and journalist. And is a journalist. He's a medical analyst for NPR State. So now the left is pulling out the doctors to give their opinion and to tell everybody that Hillary Clinton has pneumonia. Nothing more, just pneumonia. So they went after everybody on the right for speculating about Hillary Clinton's health. They went after everybody. Debunked. I listened to Chris Cuomo and Jake Tapper, and Don Lemon, and Anderson Cooper, and Rachel Maddow, and Lawrence O'Donnell. I listened to these extreme leftists day in and day out talking about Hillary Clinton's medical history debunked. It's debunked. Debunked. Conspiracy debunked. I never heard the word debunked more in my life. Then from these people's mouth, debunked. Hillary Clinton's health, debunked, debunked, debunked. And here, 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 in front of all of her eyes, she loses consciousness, drags her in to a van, leaves her shoe, leaves her shoe. They don't even grab her shoe. And now the very thing that the left is screaming about, debunk, debunk, debunk. They are now doing what everybody on the right did by talking about Hillary Clinton's health. But they're now saying, hey, it's just pneumonia. CNN fired Dr. Drew for giving his opinion on Hillary Clinton's health. They fired Dr. Drew for going, okay, so... I'm a doctor. I have a degree. 
I'm a doctor. I have a degree. And right now, I'm going to look back at Hillary Clinton's health issues from the time she blasted her head to seasonal allergies, coughing spells, and what I think it all means. He gets fired for that. He gets fired for that. People at CNN are demanding Dr. Drew apologize. Need him to apologize. They, they need him to apologize. Debunked. 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 And now CNN rolls out their own doctor, Ford Fox. So Ford Fox can tell everybody it's nothing more than pneumonia. And that's what this article is. He's, he's basically giving his opinion, feeding into, this is, what he, this is how it starts out, feeding into the alt-right narrative, questioning Hillary Clinton's personal health, Sunday's near fainting spell caught on camera. Near fa- fainted. What are you talking about? What are you talking about, CNN and Ford Fox? It wasn't a near faint. She fainted. She lost consciousness. You didn't see the video, Ford Fox? Or you did see the video, but you're trying to spin it. Trying to spin it. I mean, this is the worst spin because, like I said, we're seeing it. What we're actually seeing it. You can spin a story. You could spin a story. A, a story is up to somebody's interpretation. You, you could have a story come out like uh, Hillary Clinton meeting with uh, the, the donors and half of her people, half of her meetings equaled people that donated to the Clinton Foundation. You could spin that and say, yeah, but that's just a, a small fraction of all the meetings she's had. And then you could spin that and go, yeah, but all those meetings, all those other meetings were with people she would have had to have met with anyways. You can't count a meeting legitimate people that have to meet with her over government things. That, that, you can't count that. Meeting with people that normally wouldn't meet with a secretary of state is what you have to count. You have to count. The, so you could, you could spin that. Both sides can, can play games with that. But video, when you're spinning video, when you're spinning video, okay, when you're spinning video and saying near fainting, that, that's astonishing. It, it, it's, it's astonishing. Stumble and a near faint is astonishing. It's astonishing. Astonishing. For a, I mean, like I said, liberals are, are, oh God, I don't even know, I don't even know what, what you call liberals that, uh, you know what, they're, they're just so in love with liberalism. 
They're just in love with liberalism. They're in love with the, the concepts of liberalism. Because it really has nothing to do with Hillary. It, it, it's liberalism. It's, 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 it's being a Democrat. It, 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 that's what it is. Whether it's Hillary or old man Joe or crazy Bernie, who, don't forget, the Hillary Clinton campaign tried to make uh, his age and his health an issue. Isn't that, isn't that ironic? And they did. But liberals literally buy into the whole near fainting. And they literally say anybody that says different is wearing a tinfoil hat. That's what they say. Alternate universe that liberals live in. They see what happened with Hillary and they go, what? She stumbled. It was a near faint. A near faint? Really? Really, that was a near faint? <laughs> that, that, that was a near faint? Huh. Wow. Okay. That's a near faint. Oh, all right. So we'll continue a little with Ford Fox because there's more of these. We, I mean, we could, we could go on forever on this. The social media commentary following the episode demonstrated more glee than concern, but neither emotion is warranted. As it turns out, fainting spells and near fainting are quite commonly seen in healthy people. Listen, I've never fainted. I'm just saying, I've never fainted. And I think I'm healthy. And if I'm not healthy, I've never fainted. Just, just throwing it out there. I, again, who am I? I'm not as important as, of course, Hillary uh, Clinton. All right. The information we have favors Clinton's wobbly moment. Wobbly moment? As nothing unusual. Particularly since we know she's been battling an infection. So, if you're a low-information voter... If you're a low-information voter, and this is the only place you get your news, you're reading this going, yeah, yeah, wobbly moment. Yeah, a, a, near, wob, a near wobbly moment? <laughs> come on. Come on. Come on. L- listen, my liberal friends that are listening to this show, just, for, just take me out of the picture. Take Trump out of the picture. Okay, take Trump out of the picture. Pretend, uh, I, just, just take us out. Just take us all out. Okay, just please. Pretend it's just Hillary running against Joe Biden. Okay, pretend Republicans have been wiped off the map. All right, my liberal friends, and I do have some liberal friends. Believe it or not. Okay. I have to, I do, because I used to be a liberal. Believe it or not, I used to be a liberal. And then I got smart. Now listen, pretend Republicans were, were, I don't know, in the year 2025. Republicans have died. All Republicans have been terminated. Okay, they've, they've been put on buses, trains, and they've been sent to 
Utah, okay? They've been sent to Utah. There's like a prison camp for Republicans in Utah, all right? So they're gone. They've been exterminated. A big R has been put on their chest. That's it. And it's Hillary versus Joe Biden. I know it's in the future and they'd be like 100, but let's just, just suspend some reality here for a minute, just like liberals do as it pertains to Hillary Clinton and being wobbly. Just let's suspend reality just for a minute. And it's just Hillary against Joe Biden for the presidency of the United States. Do you honestly, honestly look at what happened to Hillary yesterday and claim that is just a wobbly moment? Come on, please, please, take the Republicans out of the picture. It's just Hillary against Joe. Do you honestly, when you watch that video, the full video of her wobbling, because it's like this guy didn't watch the whole video. He just saw one second of the wobble. But of her wobbling, the knees buckling, her starting to drop to the ground, they catch her by her arms, and you can see her legs, her feet, off the ground as they drag her into the van. You see her legs being dragged. Her foot, her shoe falls off her foot. Take the Republicans out of the mix. I beg of you. Take, take the Republicans out of the mix. It's just Hillary against Joe for the presidency of the United States. Are you honestly saying that was nothing more than a wobbly moment? Come on, guys. Come on. This isn't tin foil hat stuff. This isn't crazy Republican stuff. I'm talking to you as a former liberal, okay? I'm talking to you as, as a recovering liberal addict. That, that's that I'm ta- I'm pleased. You honestly can watch that video and then read Dr. Ford Vox and this little BS piece he wrote and go, oh, yeah, I agree. A near fainting Clinton Wally moment. And then it continues, the video is dramatic, showing Clinton wavering back and forth and supported by her security staff into a waiting SUV SUV that drove uh, to her daughter's, uh, Chelsea's nearby apartment. The Clinton's team's initial poor transparency, leaving it to reporters to figure out she was MIA from a New York 9-11 memorial event. And then supplying an incomplete statement didn't do anything to help tamp down conspiracy theories about Clinton's health. Late Sunday, the campaign issued a statement that Clinton's personal physician, and you know what I love? Somehow, Hillary Clinton's personal physician, somehow, I don't know, the the most reputable doctor in the world, but Donald Trump's physician is just a quack. Isn't that funny? Donald Trump's physician is just a quack. And because he wrote, Donald Trump is in the greatest 
physical health in the entire universe, which is funny. And when they went and did the whole investigative piece on him and they got him and said, well, why did you say this? And he said, well, you know, and people went, did he just write this stuff because he's a fan? Did he? So if Donald Trump's doctor wrote whatever he wrote because he's a fan of Donald Trump and he, whatever, works for Donald Trump, whatever the stuff that they said about Trump's doctor, why is that not apply to Hillary Clinton's doctor? For some reason, because Dr. Lisa Bardock, somehow Lisa Bardock is, is like, I don't know, Hawkeye from MASH or something. It's like the greatest doctor that has these, that this, this moral compass that's not, come on, man. Why, why is no, why is nobody barging into uh, Lisa Bardak's office? Why aren't they barging into Lisa Bardak's office going, uh, the doctor, we, we need to ask you questions. Why don't they do that? For some reason, Trump's doctor is a quack. He's a nut job. He can't, you can't believe him. I know, he looks goofy. He looks, he look. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. But the fact that Hillary Clinton's doctor is like, eh, she's fine. It's all good. Just a little, uh, a little pneumonia. Really? Well, what kind of doctor are you that if she's got this horrible case of pneumonia that will cause her to lose consciousness? I mean, think about it. If there was no Secret Service around and she lost consciousness and she hit the ground, hit her head, chances of her getting another blood clot, chances of her getting another concussion and forgetting, I don't know, everything in the past year. Don't forget, guys. She had, remember, she had a concussion a few years ago. Remember, she had the concussion, and she told the FBI that she forgot months and 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 months of her life. She forgot briefings. She forgot uh, training courses. I mean, she forgot chunks of her life. So what kind of doctor says to Hillary Clinton, who's 68 years old, who's got health issues, who's had brain clots and all sorts of other problems before, hey, you have pneumonia, it's really bad, you need to cancel all activities because there's a very good chance you could become dehydrated. You could become tired because, you know, the weather in New York was just so hot. Uh, Mid 70s, low, low 80s with a slight breeze. I I got friends. I'm from New York. Okay, I got friends in New York. My phone lit up with, it, what is, it wasn't hot today. Especially at uh, 11 o'clock in the morning or whatever time it was. 
You're not talking about the middle of the afternoon. All my friends are like, what are you kidding me? It was the... I had a long sleeve shirt on. I had friends telling me they had long sleeve shirts on. They're like, it wasn't hot. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the weather of fainting. So, what kind of doctor would say, "Hey, you got walking, you got walking pneumonia. You, it's really bad. You need to take a bunch of antibiotics. A, a bunch of your staff has it. We need to get them on antibiotics. But don't worry." Continue your normal activities. Please. Please. If that's the case, she should be investigated. If Trump's doctor's a quack because he wears big, goofy glasses and got stringy hair and looks like the doctor from Independence Day, okay, well, someone needs to go talk to Lisa Babcock. Isn't that her name? Lisa Hancock or, or, or Bick, whatever her name is. Someone needs to go talk to her. Say, what the hell kind of doctor are you? What kind of of doctor are you? That you have a 68-year-old woman. 68-year-old woman that's had really bad health scares uh, a few years ago. And you would just say, hey, keep on going. Keep on trucking. (laughs) You're crazy. Oh, you're crazy. You're nuts. So then uh, uh, the Vox guy continues. The different diagnosis list or range of potential problems to consider. When someone faints, it's huge. But about half the time, doctors don't need to do any special testing to figure out the problem. A simple physical exam or even the history alone of the event settles the diagnosis in such cases or stories. Hillary Clinton's episode Sunday looks like one of those straightforward cases. And it's not surprising that Lisa Hancock is confident in the factors at play. Oh, I mean, what this doctor is doing, Dr. Vox, is no different than what Dr. Drew was doing pre-Hillary Clinton losing consciousness yesterday. Seriously. What is he doing that is different than Dr. Drew? Except Dr. Drew was taking in account all the other health issues, the incidents that happened in the past, and all the coughing fits in the past three or four months. He gave an opinion. Now, the left didn't like that opinion because that opinion was, you know what? There's something wrong with her. So now you have her passing out, and the left is throwing out a ton of doctors to tell everybody that there's nothing wrong with Hillary, except for she's got a little pneumonia. It's just, it's, it's pretty amazing. So that's CNN's take. That's Dr. Vox. That's Dr. Vox. He's a doctor, and he's a journalist. He's a doctor, and he's a journalist. And then, and then, and then, let's not forget NBC. Yes, by Maggie Fox. And you know what the NBC story is? Hillary Clinton has a classic case of walking pneumonia. Oh, 
Oh, okay, NBC. All right, Maggie Fox. And what does she say? Hillary Clinton's wobbly incident Sunday is near a textbook case of what can happen with walking pneumonia. Guys, isn't it amazing? Isn't it amazing? And we saw this. We saw this when Trump gave his acceptance speech for the Republican nomination. Remember? Trump's speech was dark. Remember? Every single uh, news organization had all these buzzwords. Trump's speech was dark. So now you have NBC and the words wobbly and textbook. And then I just read you CNN's take from their doctor. Wobbly. Textbook. Guys, again, tinfoil hats aside, okay? Because I know libs, oh, you're just in tinfoil. Libs, my liberal friends, my liberal friends that are listening, my liberal friends that are watching, pretend all of us Republicans are dead. We died, okay? We're in in, in the Republican concentration camp in Utah waiting to go into the, 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 the ovens, all right? The gas chambers. All right, pretend it's Hillary against Joe. You got to admit, it's astonishing to watch every single news outlet use the exact same talking points. Pretend, pretend it's, pretend it's Bernie. Pretend you're a Bernie supporter. It's Bernie versus Hillary, not for the nomination, but for the presidency. You don't think it's just astonishing that network and news agency after news agency after network are using the same talking points, wobbly textbook case of pneumonia. Hillary Clinton's wobbly incident Sunday is a near textbook case of what could happen with walking pneumonia. Patients don't feel great, but they're not sick enough to stay home in bed or to be hospitalized. Clinton's caused day-long speculation when she left the September 11th memorial service in New York on Sunday morning and was seen being helped into an SUV, none too steady on her feet. It turns out it was pneumonia and dehydration, said Lisa Bardock, who examined her at her home in... What the... uh, 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 with the the Nantucket uh, thing here, she's had it for a while. Oh, she's had it for a while. How are you doing, uh, 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 General? You seventy-one-year-old man. It's great to be here. <coughs> hey, how you doing, little girl? Great. Give me a hug. <laughs> hey. What? 
I mean, how, how many people has she met with? How many people has she exposed to disease? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Secretary Clinton has been experiencing a cough related to allergies on Friday during follow-up evaluation of her prolonged cough. She was diagnosed with pneumonia. Hancock said in a statement, she was put on antibiotics and advised to rest and modify her schedule. Uh, At this morning's event, she became overheated and dehydrated. I have just examined her and she is now rehydrated and recovering nicely. Oh, all right. Well, thank you, NBC News. Thank you. Silly us. (laughs) Silly, silly us. Jeez. We're just silly. I mean, like I said, Take the Republicans out of the mix as a Democrat, as a liberal. Just please take the insults for me, Republicans. Take, just put it aside. Just put it aside. You honestly, if she was running against Bernie for the presidency, believe all of this crap? Come on. Come on, man. Please, come on. Come on now. (laughs) MSNBC, when it happened, you had uh, Alex Witt. This one was a good one. This one was a good one. So the video's everywhere. Everybody's seen the video. And anybody who can... Suspend their 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 partisan BS, okay. Suspend their partisan BS and just go. Okay, I'm gonna objectively just watch this. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna objectively watch this and I'm gonna give you my opinion. Anybody who's objectively watched that video and then taken in account the history of Hillary Clinton would not under any circumstances go, oh yeah, she stumbled and it was just a wobble moment. Absolutely. If, if, If you're an objective person and you could suspend politics and you know Hillary's history and you watch that video and honestly go, Oh, yeah, she just stumbled, and it was just her being wobbly for a minute. You need to check yourself in to a institution. Seriously. An institution and get medical help. You need to see a doctor. You need to see a psychiatrist. Because you're hallucinating. Now, Alex Witt, I'm sure... Saw the video. She had to have seen the video. Now, I can't imagine she's a lunatic. I can't imagine she needs to check herself in to a doctor because she's seeing things. 
So this is Andy Lack at MSNBC. This is uh, the NBC president. I don't remember his name, but he did the whole Facebook post that said Trump is dangerous and he's evil and he's just horrible. And this is people telling the news anchors, this is what you have to say. Here is the script. Read it. Follow it. Don't stray away. So Alex Witt says, of course, the big story today has been the fact that Secretary Clinton left rather unceremoniously, having become overheated. Again, it was like 76 degrees out. Uh, Seriously, it, it wasn't hot in New York City. It wasn't. It was not hot. We should say the weather has been horrific, very hot, extremely humid temperatures. That is a lie. That's a lie. MSNBC and Alex Witt right there are lying. Like I've said countless times before, rather Trump wins or loses, the thing (coughs) that we got out of this entire process is the media, Democrats, together being exposed. Because before Trump, whenever you said, Ah, the media is all liberal. It was always just some Republican conspiracy theory. Oh, sure. That's what all you Republicans say. That's, it. That's what you guys always say. The media is liberal. The media is liberal. The media is biased. <laughs> At least with Trump, he's flushed it all out. Rather, he wins or loses millions and millions and millions and millions of people. Even... Even liberals who actually have a thinking brain and they're not Patton Oswald or a Bill Maher or, or a Michael Moore where they're just so blinded by uh, liberal ideology, Rachel Maddow, where they're so blinded that they can't back and go, yeah, that, that is true. That, yeah, that, that's definitely wrong. But I have a few liberal friends that are actually smart. They're, they're, they actually will say to me, yeah, the media is liberal. Yeah, the media is controlled by liberals, and that's awesome. That's how we're able to beat you. All's fair in love and war. Uh, it, at least my liberal friends admit that. At least my liberal friends admit that. All these other liberals won't admit it. They they go, what? There's no liberal bias. What are you talking about? What are you? All these all these journalists, they're they're objective. What are you talking? You're just a conspiracy kook. You put your hat on. Okay. Sure. And here you have Alex Witt saying, New York has been horrific. It's been very hot. Extremely humid temperatures. No, 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 it wasn't. Maybe a month ago, sure. But that morning, when Hillary Clinton passed out, no. Sorry, absolutely not. Hillary was wearing a long sleeve coat, a pantsuit. And now what you'll see is her getting into the car. She was a little bit unstable there, not feeling too well. And again, 
She had indicated to staffers around her as well, as notably, probably, Secret Service officials, that she was not feeling well. She needed to leave the event. Of course, she certainly didn't want to bring attention to herself, if not feeling well, given events uh, that were going on at the Ground Zero ceremony. So those, again, pictures that we just got to us and showing the secretary leaving, she was a little bit wobbly. That's, I think, an appropriate word to use. You could see right there she had to become overheated. Wobbly. Another person saying wobbly. (laughs) Wobbly. She wobbled. She dropped. She was caught. She was lifted up and then dragged into a truck, leaving her shoe behind. So I now just read you three news reports where they used wobbly, unstable. She passed out. She lost consciousness. She lost consciousness. She lost consciousness. (laughs) That's what happened. She lost consciousness. There was no wobble. There was no stumble. Plain and simple. Okay? Now you can get back to despising me and all the people on the right and we could put our tinfoil hats back on. So, Rob Zakari Show, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Hillary Clinton. We'll talk a little bit more. Talk a little bit more. <laughs> oh, man. Talk a little bit more about everything that is going on. We'll be right back after these words. Yeah. Thanks to Lincoln. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military, they're important. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military, they're important. And when I'm in the jam, when I'm in the jam, I know that I can call up the man. Call up the man with the plan When I'm on the run, when I'm on the run All I 
keep us safe, when they keep us safe, you know they make America a better
Ms. Watson Coleman said a little earlier, as an African-American man in this country, 66 years old, moving towards the twilight of my life, we cannot allow black men to, begin, to be, continue to be slaughtered. This morning I woke up to my wife literally crying, watching the tape of this guy, Anton Sterling. She looked at, she looked at the one for Philandro Castle in, near Minneapolis. And I hope you watch them. There's something wrong with this picture. And don't get me wrong, I am all for, I've supported police, I am a lawyer, and I know how important police are, and I know there's so many great folks. But, Mr. Director, if you do nothing else in your 2,000-plus days left, I, you have got to help us get a hold of this issue. It is so painful. Um, I can't even begin to tell you. And so I don't want... I've been fortunate in my life. I've been very fortunate that I have not been harmed by the police, but I've been stopped 50 million times. Um, now, with regard to this hearing, I want to thank you again. You, 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 you. This is going to be you. Like the show, but if you're not, you'll like the show. All right, so 
the last segment we were talking about, of course, Hillary and her health. They showed Tim Kaine. <laughs> oh, man. Watching Tim Kaine, well, watching Tim Kaine's just kind of funny, it just regardless of what he's saying. But it's even uh, funnier watching him uh, talk about him uh, seeing the strength. <laughs> That's what he said. And the, the energy that Hillary has. That's what he said. I was, he was doing a campaign rally, and he's just like, man, when, 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 I, when, I, when I, Hillary, she's just got so much, so much strength. <laughs> so much strength. So much strength. So Hillary's got a lot of strength. Got a lot of strength. She's got a lot, a lot of strength. She's got a lot of strength. Everybody's everybody's happy about her strength. She's got a lot of strength. She's <laughs> she's got a lot of strength. Yes, a lot of strength. Hillary Clinton does. Anyways, deplorable. Let's talk about. The basket of deplorables. It's funny watching. Um, <laughs> I look like I have Parkinson. I look like I got Parkinson. Somebody said I look like I have Parkinson. How do I look like I have Parkinson? How do I look? How do I look like I got Parkinson? What's going on here? Do I? <laughs> am I shake? Am I? Am I am I shaking like Hillary? <laughs> you look like you have Parkinson's. <laughs> look like you got Parkinson's. Yeah, you know what I do? I, I got Parkinson's and I got pneumonia. And as soon as we're done with the show, I'm going to see if I could cough and gag and breathe on a bunch of little kids. I'm going to run around the studio. I'm going to go outside where we broadcast. I'm going to look for the, I'm going to do to like the, the 28 days later. I'm just, ah, ah, just coughing people's face. I'm going to see if I can get individuals as, as sick as I can. I'm going to, I'm going to look. <laughs> oh, now, on the last segment, we talked about MSNBC. We talked about CNN. Remember Wobbly? We talked about NBC. Now, we haven't talked about one of the all-time great, I mean, all-time great uh, Clinton Democrat uh, cover-uppers. And that is uh, everybody's favorite, Chris Gazilla. Gazilla. Remember, this is the guy that couldn't believe, couldn't believe when he heard from Donald Trump. Hillary Clinton hadn't took a press conference in 200 and, uh, I don't know, 50 or 60 days. 
when uh, Trump did the Sean Hannity town hall, and Trump said she has taken a press conference in 250 or 60 days. Chris Azilla wrote a story. It was like, when I heard Trump say that, I was shocked. I said, that can't be. So I did some research. This is, this is like a Washington reporter. And not just any Washington reporter. This is a guy that's on all the TV shows. He, he's a regular on Chris Matthews. He's a regular on, oh, God, uh, Lawrence O'Donnell. He, I mean, he, he is a fixture amongst MSNBC. And he didn't know how long Hillary Clinton hadn't done a press conference for. So he was shamed into writing a story about it. So he's one of the all-time uh, appeasers. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's ridiculous as, as far as uh, a, a leftist. So he wrote, okay, he wrote, an article based off of the Clinton campaign's statement about it being 80, 85 degrees. (laughs) But he goes on. Um, let me, re- let me get to the, to the, okay, let me, hold on, I gotta, I gotta find, <laughs> I find his wobbly, all right, here we go, it's like a whole, cause it's a, it's a whole Washington Post, all right, here we go, so, Hillary Clinton fell ill Sunday morning in memorial service on the 15th anniversary of September 11th, tax. Well, catapult questions about her health from the ranks of the conservative conspiracy theory to perhaps the central debate in the presidential race over the coming days. Clinton attended the September 11th uh, ceremony just uh, for just an hour and 30 minutes this morning to pay respects and uh, greet some of the families of the fallen. During the ceremony, she felt overheated, so departed to go to her daughter's apartment and is feeling much better. That's what the Clinton spokesman said. Chris Azilla writes, what the statement leaves out is that it came 90 minutes after Clinton left the ceremony. Reporters, or even a reporter, were not allowed to follow her. And the temperature in New York City at the time of Clinton's overheating was in the low 80s. She later left her daughter's apartment saying she was feeling great and the waving to the crowd per the Associated Press. Hillary Clinton left the New York Memorial Service, blah, 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 blah. Whether Clinton likes it or not, her overheating episode comes at a very bad time for her campaign. Thanks to the likes of Rudy Giuliani and a small but vocal element of the Republican base. Talk of her health has been bubbling over the past week, triggered by coughing episodes she experienced during the Labor Day rally. Mm. That talk was largely confined to Republicans convinced that Clinton has been long hiding some sort of serious illness. And I wrote dismissively of that conspiracy theory in the space last week, noting that Clinton had been given an entirely clean bill of health by her doctor. Of course, remember we talked about Hancock in the last segment. Continue. Noting that Clinton had been given an entirely clean bill of health by her doctors after an episode of which she fainted. 
suffered a concussion and then was found to have blood clot in her brain back in 2012 and early 2013. Coughing, I wrote, is simply not evidence enough of any sort of major illness that Clinton is assumed to be hiding. Neither, of course, is feeling overheated. But those two things happening within six days of each other to a candidate who is 68 years old makes talk of Clinton's health no longer just the stuff of conspiracy theorists. You like how uh, Chris Gazilla has never mentioned yet that she lost consciousness. Because that's what she did. She lost consciousness. All he's saying is overheated. She overheated. 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 <laughs> Whereas Clinton and her campaign could laugh off questions about her health before today. The overheating episode. Overheating. Again, this is the same guy who wrote the article saying, I didn't know Hillary Clinton hadn't taken a press conference in 200 and something days. I am shocked. And this is supposed to be uh, some... You know, top-notch political reporter based in Washington. And here he is, overheated. Well, what does that mean, Chris? What what does that mean, Washington Post? What does this mean, Jeff Bezo? Overheated. Like, did she pass out? Oh, she just overheated. Low-information voter reading a newspaper. Hillary Clinton overheated. What's the big deal? What's the big deal? Her campaign may well try to dismiss the story as nothing more than an isolated incident, meaning nothing. But the issue is that Clinton kept reporters totally in the dark for 90 minutes. After her abrupt departure from the 9-11 Memorial Service on a health-related matter, no reporter was allowed to follow her. This is yet again the Clinton campaign asking everyone to just trust it. She got overheated, but she's fine now. Clinton may well be totally fine, and I certainly hope she is. But we are 58 days away from choosing the president to lead the country for the next four years, and she is one of the two candidates with a real chance of winning. Winning! Taking the Clinton team's word for it on her health in light of the episode on Sunday morning is no longer enough. Reasonable people can and will have real questions about her health. I wrote this on Tuesday morning. I wrote this. The simple fact that there is zero evidence that anything is seriously wrong with Clinton. If suffering an occasional coughing fit is evidence of a major health problem, then 75% of the country must have mystery illness, and I am one of them. This will no longer... This... This... is not operative. Context matters. A coughing episode is almost always just a coughing episode, but when coupled with Clinton's overheating, again, overheating, She passed out. She lost consciousness, Chris. Okay? She lost consciousness. Now, that was Chris Gazilla, the Washington Post. Go figure. And then to round out the group of shills, okay? Now, to round out the group of shills, we must. We must go to Dylan Byers. Dylan Byers, okay? Dylan Byers, who actually used to be 
with Politico, if I remember, is now with CNN. So he's really got to get his shill on. Now remember, in the last segment we highlighted the key liberal words. What were they again? Wobbly. Right? Stumble. Right? Those are the key words. I read you articles from uh, CNN, different, different reporters from CNN, CNBC, MSNBC, NBC, right? Okay. Now, let's see if Dylan Byers, let's see if Dylan Byers lets us down. You ready? Oh, right out of the gate. Right out of the gate, Dylan Byers. He doesn't let us down. You know why he doesn't let us down? Because the headline is Hillary Clinton's stumble highlights campaign transparency problems. Stumble. So, he starts off. Hillary Clinton's wobbly. Oh, my gosh. Dylan Byers has got the talking points down pat. Wobble, stumble. Hillary Clinton's wobbly. Check that off. Talking point one. Stumbling. That still counts as stumble. Stumbling, stumble. Same thing. Stumbling. Exit from Sunday, September 11th ceremony set off a flurry of questions and concerns about the Democratic presidential nominee's health. With less than 60 days until the election, neither Clinton nor Trump has allowed for what's known as protective pool, a rotating group of reporters that travel with a candidate in order to provide a minute-to-minute account. See, now, I don't really care about this. I, I, I don't. I, they, if, if, if the candidates don't want a bunch of these hacks following them, then they don't have to. And, I, and that, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care that Hillary didn't have a bunch of hack reporters following her around. I, I don't care. I, I don't care that Andrea Mitchell is not sniffing Hillary's ass every minute of the day. I don't care. I, I don't care that unhealthy Robert Costa is not sniffing from under Donald Trump. I, I, I don't care. That that doesn't bother me. You know, the, the media somehow gets this whole uh, free press and, and constitution thing uh, they, they they get it mixed in or or convoluted or jumbled with having a a a red carpet rolled out for them. You, you kind of see what I'm saying? Like free press, you know, the the, the whole concept of you know being able to say what you want to say. You know, short of yelling fire in a crowded, uh, you know, uh, uh, movie theater or something like that. But uh, writing a- an article, having a 
of uh, a website, being able to uh, 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 have uh, clan rallies, having a, being able to have matter rallies and chant down pigs. All of those things are rights. But somehow, the sniveling, whiny media, the most honest, uh, just just real, the real scum, I, you know, Kate Turr, Robert Costa, Tapper, Blitzer, Coop, they're, they're, they really are scum. They, they really are scum. Baldwin, they, they all have an agenda. Megan Kelly, And this concept of we don't have free press unless Megyn Kelly is allowed to fly on the Trump plane, sit next to Donald Trump, uh, ride in the Trump limo, have a room in the Trump Tower, and shadow him everywhere he goes. And if that doesn't happen, then we don't have free press. And 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 we're taking away, uh, you know, First Amendment rights. It, it's it's insane. It's like when Trump said, you know what, I'm revoking your press credentials, and people went, what kind of president would this be? What kind of? Oh my God, he he's taking away the free speech. No, he's not. You're allowed to cover the campaign. You're allowed to cover the convention. You're allowed to cover a speech. But all a press credential does is basically into the front of the line. It lets you get free snacks. It lets you get treated like you're special. How does that somehow get mixed in with stifling speech how how you're still able to get a ticket still able still able to write an article about the event you're still able to do anything you want as it pertains to the event the only thing that you're not getting is a front row seat Backstage access, free cookies, free peanuts, and your ego stroked, stifling free speech. It's not. Like I've said before, people in the press, these these journalists, they're they're keyboard warriors. They've never amounted to anything in their entire lives. And being able to write stories either for or against somebody gives them power. So when they write positive stories and the people they're writing positive stories about or organizations pat them on the back, Give them a 
hey, thanks. Do you want free tickets to this event? It makes them important. It makes them feel important. It makes them feel like somebody. Bad articles, when they call you a racist, they call you evil, or they call you dishonest, It's 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 revenge. It's it's I have power. I am turning all these people against you. What 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 is the what is the words? The pen is mightier than the sword. Having this protective pool, I I don't care. It's not, not I don't care if Hillary has it. I don't care if Trump has it. I don't care if any president has it doesn't matter to me. doesn't matter to me. Ultimately, ultimately, anything that happens with that candidate that is of importance is going to get reported on. And to have Dylan Byers say well the wobbly and stumbling isn't a big deal it's the fact that there were no reporters allowed to follow Hillary Clinton that's the big deal again why is that the big deal what's the big deal Without a protective pool, Clinton was able to leave the memorial site without reporters, travel to her daughter Chelsea's apartment without reporters, and leave New York City for her home in New York without reporters. That left Clinton's press pool scrambling to follow her around Manhattan and up the Chabacqua, all that behind. Okay? Some events show the importance of having a group of reporters on standby and close at hand to cover the potential next president of the United States. Why? Why? (laughs) But why? We all saw the uh, video. We all saw what happened. And every single one of these reporters said the same thing. She stumbled and was wobbly. So... What what would have been different? I, I, I don't get it. So instead of a bunch of leftist reporters saying she was wobbly and she stumbled, they would have been in the van and if she was throwing up or uh, pissing her depends, able to say Hillary Clinton was uh, pissing her depends and, and she was vomiting everywhere. Really? They they wouldn't have said that. They, they saw what happened and they still wrote she wobbled and she stumbled. Even though that's not what happened. That's not what happened. <laughs> that's absolutely not what happened. So, 
what would this protective pool have done? What would it have mattered? The protective pool wouldn't say what happened. They didn't say what happened when they saw it. Still, the lack of protective pool for either candidate highlights the degree to which both Clinton and Trump have been able to keep reporters at bay and exercise greater control over media access than previous nominees. Okay, again, this isn't stifling free speech. Having Dylan Myers walking next to Hillary Clinton does what? What does it do? Protective pool isn't always either candidate or press, but there comes a point for each nominee when it must be part of daily life. Why? Why? Why does it have to be part of daily life? If a candidate is doing an event, you get in your car and you follow the candidate. You go to the event, you report on the event. What's, what, so you want to be in a Secret Service limousine? You, you have to be next to the candidate? Why? How is that somehow a free speech issue? You're writing whatever you want, Dylan Byers. You're writing that Hillary Clinton was wobbly and she stumbled. That's what you wrote. How is sitting in a limousine with her somehow uh, more free speech? How is it? How is you not being there stifling a free speech? It's not. It's not. So in this aspect, I don't care that Hillary or Trump don't have Dylan Byers or one of these other keyboard warriors sitting in a limo with them. F them. Get in your little Prius and go follow the candidate. Candidate shows up at some fest, some, some, some I don't know, event for farmers, whatever. You get out of your little Prius, get your little camera, cameraman, get your little tape recorder, and go cover the event there. That's free press. Yeah, but uh, then I got to stand in line. Remember, we talked about this months ago. There was an article from a reporter of Politico or Daily Beast how it talked about Trump revoking credentials, and the reporter complained that he had to wait in line with everybody else in the cold and rain. And he was mad. Oh, Tough crap. Crap, you were mad. You ain't special. You're a keyboard warrior. That's it. To all you were, to all you are, to all you'll ever be. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. So there, I just wrote you, read you what? Six different stories? Six different 
BS stories, media spins, six different ones. It's Rob Zakari Show. Listen to me. We're going to be done. We're wrapping it up. Okay, we, we're wrapping it up right now. We got a, I got a bunch of stuff that's going on. Uh, I think they're going to redo the studio, and you'll see a new studio tomorrow. I'm pretty sure that's what's going on. But you guys have been great as always. Don't forget, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Periscope. Follow us everywhere. Carry Show. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Don't forget to follow us, com. You will love everything on the site. I guarantee you. Talk to you later. Goodbye. <laughs>